Episode 120. Oh, the places you'll go. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we are recording this on Memorial Day 2012. And Mm -hmm. just want to say thank you to all of our military and their families and support systems um, for all that you do for us and all that you've done. Your sacrifice is most appreciated. And um, just want to take a moment to thank all of you, wherever you may be. Um, So I I just, I want to jump into last week's topic. Um, You know, it was titled, why can't we have a baby? And um, it was, probably the first time that we've done an episode where it hasn't specifically impacted us. Um, and it was a bit risky for us to be doing that, but we did get feedback, um, on that, not surprising. And we actually heard from Dawn who is, um, she's with the adoption key, their adoption consultants. And I want to read to all of you what she wrote us, um, just about their journey and, um, let me just share this because it was really it was really a powerful read for us. And she says, I was looking at Twitter this morning and someone tweeted about why can't we have a baby? I just want to personally email you about the memories that came rushing back to me as I listened. First, I must say that the two of you are just awesome. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed listening with laughter and some tears. In the end, even though the two of you haven't experienced infertility, you really did hit the nail on the head individually and as a couple. There are so many of us that take a different road to fertility, to b- different road like fertility to build our family. You go through countless months of taking drugs and watching the days on the calendar go by, only to have disappointment after disappointment of not being pregnant. What we did get through these days was feeling sick from the drugs, depression that you are not worthy to be a mom or dad, and just out and out anger towards God, your spouse, and literally everyone who looks or talks to you. Friends and family don't understand why the two of you don't want to celebrate holidays, weddings, or go to a baby shower for them. Intimacy, totally out the door. It is true. Why would you want to participate in something that gives you sorrow and possible loss? After listening to your podcast, I dug out this handwritten card my husband wrote to me as we started our fertility journey. You are by far the greatest blessing that has come into my life. I do not spend enough time or effort in thanking the Lord for bringing you to me. You and I have such a bright and successful future together, a future of comfort, abundance, fun, and dreams fulfilled. You are my spark and my excitement, my discipline and order, and my honesty and integrity. We will be a model family no matter how the Lord chooses to make that happen. I love you with all of my heart. I share this because after going through the fertility treatments, well, we were not this couple anymore. Things changed. I changed. And he changed too. We always held hands and now we didn't. That really caught me when you said that. The one great thing that we did have is respect for one another, thanks to our faith. Then guess what? We started to communicate. Part of our life-changing experience is that we realized that not having a biological child was okay. We mourned, which is a necessity, and we came to a conclusion that what we really wanted were to be parents. As best friends and lovers, we decided to embrace ourselves and one another, enjoy activities together, and date all over again, and be, well, kids again. 
Oh my, things heated up, up, up. And then we started another chapter, which if you never quit is successful. Adoption. Now we find in intimacy, yep, sneaking around in the middle of the night, and it's awesome. And I just I want to thank you, um, Don, for sharing your journey with us, for um, giving us those insights into your discovery that you know it wasn't so much the biological child as your it was your desire to be parents. And I think for a lot of couples going through this struggle, that probably is something that they have to come to grips with. Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it so vital that it be a biological child, or is it what we really desire to be, you know, part of a family, to be parents to a child or children? And um, love that you're having to sneak around again. Yeah, love love that you know, middle of the night and lunchtime rendezvous and nap time and all that kind of stuff um, has become a part of your of your life experience. And there's so much hope in your letter um, to share with others that, you know, there are different roads to becoming a family. Right. And if you guys want to get a hold of Dawn, you can get a hold of her at the adoption I'll make sure to have a link in the show notes for you, but she is a sweetheart. She actually called in and because she's a new listener, she just had found us through this podcast. She wasn't too sure what, <laughs> to do. And so she just left her number and I ended up calling her back and we had a, a short conversation before one of our cell phones dropped, but it was a great time just to talk to her and man, she just has a servant heart to help those of you who are looking to go towards adoption. So if you've been dealing with infertility and you need to have some questions answered. I would say, you know, go on over to there, sign up for her newsletter because she has tips and ideas and all that sort of good stuff and articles about adoption that can help you, mm. you know? And so you can be in that community that we talk about and we have talked about in the last episode, you know, you need to be in that community mm-hmm. where people understand where you are and in that community, you can be loved for who you are and where you're, what you're going through. And that's what it's about. So thank you, Don, so much. We hope you're still listening and you continue to listen. And for those of you who found us through last week's episode, thank you. We, uh, we're glad to have you here with us. And, um, you know, t- right now I'm going to just talk about something real funny about this evening. A, a week or so ago, Elisa went to a party and one of her Leah Sophia parties and the woman, her on her property, she had about 20 avocados trees. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a ranch and yeah. you know, they used to actually be avocado farmers. They've since reduced their production, their, their production. And now just because of yeah. whatever we live South of what's called Fallbrook, And, and actually if you go north on the 15 it's actually called avocado highway which is a funny story in and of itself the first time i ever came out to california with tony's parents everybody in the car is asleep and tony's dad's like oh look at all the avocados and i'm thinking where am i and why are avocados the biggest thing that we can talk about so in any way bunches and bunches of avocados what does this mean well today we have this bag full of avocados and they're starting to ripen and Elisa's like, oh my gosh, I got to find out what to do with these avocados. <sighs> and so she's making this facial stuff and I didn't see her put that on, but she comes out 
after she had wiped it off, I'm, I'm assuming you'd wiped well, it off. Yeah, right? he'd done, there's a website where you can look up like all these different avocado skin treatments. And so I had done an avocado cleanser and then I was doing an avocado moisturizer. And so I come out with the avocado moisturizer and Tony just looks at me and goes, you're green. And then she proceeds to lay down and put avocados underneath her eyes. I couldn't get a picture. She wouldn't let me. And the kids sort of were started laughing before I could get my picture. So, but I thought that was just fun. I, I looked at myself with all the avocado on it and it does actually, my skin feels really wonderful, but it was not something for public consumption. There are just certain things that should not be posted up on Facebook or Twitter or anywhere like that. And <laughs> me with green skin and avocados under my eyes is one of those things. So just, you know, let your imagination wander. Mm-hmm. Little chuckle for Tony. Um, I just informed him that if he posted that picture or tried to take a picture, it would not be good for our marriage. So. Mm. He, he chose the higher road. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I did. All right. Let's start it up this week's. So the last few weeks have been um, kind of on the heavier side as far as topics. And um, we needed we needed a little break from the heavy topics. And, you know, Memorial Day is kind of that official kickoff of summer. And so we thought, what can we do that would be fun and um, just kind of lighthearted? Right. Heading into heading into the official summer season. And so we titled the show Oh the Places You'll Go. And we're actually um it's kind of in the works, you know, we're just sort of you know, tossing around some ideas, but we started thinking about where where are all those places that you could go to have sex? You know, summer vacations are coming up, kids are on you know, break different breaks and traveling with the grandparents and doing all kinds of stuff. So we just wanted to kind of have a lighthearted conversation about where are some of those places that you could go mm-hmm. to have sex outside of your bedroom? So yes, for all of you that are thinking you can only have sex in your bedroom at night with the lights off, this episode's probably going to challenge you just a little bit in a good way. Exactly. In a good way. I, I'm going to challenge you to like, as we're talking about some of these ideas to maybe have the conversation with your husband or wife and say, Hey, what if, could we, what do you think about? So you want to kick it off any? Yeah. Do you want me to read? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the title of the show, um, for those of you that are familiar at all with Dr. Seuss, comes from the book of the same name, All the Places You'll Go. And at the very end of the book, are you going to read it or am I going to read it? Um, you don't have it. I'll read it. No, I do. Okay. Do you want me to start with, so be sure with your... You, yeah. Okay. So be sure when you step, step with care and great tact, and remember that life's a great balancing act. Just never forget to be dexterous and deft and never mix up your right foot with your left. And will you succeed? Yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarter percent guaranteed. Kid, you'll move mountains. So be your name Buxman or Bixie or Bray or Mordecai, Ali, Van Allen, O'Shea. You're off to great places. Today is your day. Your mountain is waiting. So get on your way. It's the very end of that book. I love this book. It just, you know, it captures everything about growing up and facing challenges and taking risks. And, um, and I love that it ends with your mountain is waiting because actually that's a great place um, to have sex. Mm-hmm. We, before we had kids, Tony and I um, spent a lot of time hiking and we actually hummeted, summited, <laughs> That was kind of humpeted. We summited 
the um, three highest peaks here in Southern California. And two out of three sucks on top. Did we on San Gregorio? I don't think so. I think one out of three. Oh, uh, one out of three. Yeah, we didn't on San Jacinto. It was only Mount Baldy. It was only Mount Baldy. Um, but, you know, you're up Baldy, there. Baldy, for those of you who wax. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Hump, humpity and Baldy. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, you know, the great outdoors, mountaintops. You know, you've got your tent. Sometimes you don't have a tent. Sometimes you just have a tarp. Sometimes you're just, you know, out hiking along. Um, outside. Outside. Great places to go. Yeah, Mount Baldy was kind of funny because here we are. You know, we decided we were going to sleep on the summit. Well, it had to be the windiest night. And so our tent is just whoosh, 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 whoosh all night long. And um, we could have gone into a saddle probably 15 feet lower and been fine. I don't know if it was 15 feet. It was a little bit more. Okay. Well, substantially lower. Yeah. Enough to have gotten out of the wind. We didn't. We well, yeah. Um, But we did. Yep. Up you on know? top of a mountain. Sure. I mean, at night, underneath the stars, the moon. The only thing I'm going to say here right now, if you get caught, don't blame us. <laughs> you, yeah, you we need... take no responsibility. It's <laughs> kind of like if you have a baby after doing the seven days of sex challenge, we take no responsibility for this. So you, you got to be a little tactful <laughs> and know what you're doing. So, you know, be wise, not just to be like prancing around naked. Um, but parks are a good place in the evening. Uh, Elise and I have done that in Ohio with fireflies. Th- that was fun. Wow. Oh, I, I'm just, uh, I remember that time. Yeah. Alex was with my parents. We were back east visiting my parents. Well, the Midwest. Well, it's east of California. Yes. And um, yeah, we'd gone to this local park and here we are in this little depression, this little mm-hmm. valley. It wasn't a valley, a little depression hill. And um yeah, all I can remember is that there were fireflies all over the place because we just don't have fireflies here in San right. Diego. And so, yeah, and then there was the whole, like, what if we get caught here? Because I'm married, we're in a park, and my parents are watching our son all at the same I mean, it was just kind of one of those, like, oh, this would be a bad time to get caught. Um, Your pool? Mm-hmm. Hot tub? Back deck. The back deck, yeah. That's a good place trying to think the car we've talked about the car numerous times we have a number of listeners who have um done it in their rv Mm -hmm. either at home or on the road right um you know so it's it's kind of you know one of the things i want you guys to think about is really the sky's the limit you know i mean we've heard about you know people joke about the mile high club we actually have never participated in the mile high club so there's another place on an airplane on an airplane I'd like to do that on a boat. On a boat. Yeah. It could be on yeah, a cruise. Yeah. I mean, it could be a cruise liner. It could be a kayak. I mean, the kayak gets creative. Kayak would be very creative. Could be a raft. You know? <gasps> you say that and all I can think about is. Um, you know where else we've done it before? At one of our marriage retreats, we've done it on our patio deck. Oh, on the balcony. On the balcony. Yeah, that was funny. Overlicking. That was the year we were overlicking the parking the lot. The parking lot. And there were a lot of people walking by. You know, we were really creative then too because we just got a blanket and we sort of like draped it over the ledge because or over the um, the railing. And that sort of allowed us to, you know, cover ourselves discreetly. I mean, we were like two or three stories up too. It wasn't like we were on we the ground floor. We still saw people we knew. 
<laughs> we saw. <laughs> we, we were sitting there afterwards. We're like, oh hey, um, yeah. So you know, maybe when you are at hotels and you see all those towels along the balcony, you know, they might not just be drying their towels. Yeah. Something to think about. Something to think about. Something Shower. Mm-hmm. Bathroom. Yeah. If you have a big tub or you're at a ho- again a hotel again, I mean, if you have a big tub. We had perhaps the largest tub I've ever seen in my entire life. The year that we went to the Knickerbocker Bed and Breakfast mm-hmm. in Big Bear. This thing was the size of like a double bed. Yeah, that was huge. It was massive. Yeah. That was good. On a bearskin rug in front of a fire. I so wish I could remember the episode where you talked about a bearskin rug. I know. But that was, but those are play. Did, did we make love on the bearskin rug at Knickerbocker? Was there a bearskin rug? I thought there wasn't. A, there was a. No, because it was so cold. Oh, yeah. At night that we just dove into the blankets. Into the Because we had some fire issues. Yes. I won't go there, but we had some fire issues. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Where else? Have, where else have you wanted to try? I think in the middle of a football field would be really cool. Like on the like Buffalo. The 50 yard line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to go to see you and yep. do it on the 50-yard line? Like sneak in there and do it right there on, on, the, on the football field. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Okay. I'm just, it, it's, you you it's, asked. Yeah, I did ask. You asked. I did ask. You know, during the day, I mean, th- this gets a little riskier, but I mean, during the day, outdoors, y- you know. For you adventure seekers. For you adventure seekers, most definitely. Hey, if you're rock climbing, go for it somewhere on top of a rock. Oh, I thought while you were climbing, I'm that, like, oh, that, that gets little, creative. That would be really creative. Um, you know, there are other rooms in your house besides your bedroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this in tight for those of you that are like, okay, you two are just way off base here. I would never consider going outside my bedroom. Um, you have a living room. Mm-hmm. Some of you have a family room. Some of you have a basement. Some of you have an attic. Um, here in California, we have neither basements. Uh, well, yeah, we don't have basements and our attics are really nothing to speak of. Yeah. So we're kind of limited to actual livable stories, but you have all of that. Um, depending on where you live, you know, get out of your comfort zone, take a blanket to the living room. It'll feel like a brand new experience to you simply because you're not in your bed. You're not in your, you know, regular four walls that you look at. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Tony has hinted on numerous episodes about all of the exercise equipment that we have in our garage. I mean, we have a stability ball, we have a weight bench, we have the pull-up bar, we have, you know, all of these different things. We have yet to try any of those because the stability ball just scares me. Um, I don't know that I have that much core strength or stability <laughs> to pull that off. I still haven't right. figured out how to make that balance well enough that I could actually be engaged with him. Um, you know, but when you travel, you've got the hotel room. If you don't take advantage of your hotel room when you travel, I mean, come on. That's the easiest change of scenery that you can get when you're traveling. Right. Um, you know, you've got the beach. If you go tropical, mm-hmm. um, you've got, you know, all of their different experiences there. Um, you know, we have both had sex in our parents' homes, not in their beds, but in their homes. Um, you know, and there is that risk of just like, oh, you know, I'm a kid in my parents' house. and yee. Okay. Um, but again, you know, part of the reason for bringing this up and talking about these different ideas is that we hear from so many of you that you find yourself in a rut. Right. You find yourself doing the same old thing in the same old place in the same old way on the same old day. And doing a change of scenery 
can really infuse a spark into your physical intimacy. You know, be it the more riskier side of things where, you know, you're in a park or it's daytime or, you know, that those types of adventures. Um, there's just an adrenaline rush. Doing yeah. That. I remember the first time Tony and I had sex in a car when, you know, we'd been married. Hmm, what's well, my 30th? 35th? I'm trying to remember. No, I was 33. 33. Yeah. 32 so or 33. Four years ago. Yeah. I mean, we'd been married good grief over 10 years at the time. And here we are, we're, you know, some of you have heard the story before in previous episodes, but we're parked in this housing development that has not been completed. We're, you know, way back one of the far um, reaches, but we had, we passed a couple of cars driving in and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, what if a policeman, you know, stops us? What if he rolls up? And, and then I was like, huh, it's kind of nice to be actually the married couple <laughs> getting, you know, pulled over by the police. Um, we didn't, but. You know, you have that fun thought of, well, I'm married. The beach. Go ahead. Yeah, I said the beach. Oh, did you say the beach? I did. Oh, okay. Have a blanket. Sand gets everywhere. Yeah. Um, but, you know, have fun with it. For those of you that are a little more conservative, step, you know, take baby steps outside of your bedroom. I mean, we. Well, I was going to say, though, too, it, you know, here's the thing, though. The way to make it happen outside the bedroom where you're not being fully exposed is the type of clothing you wear. Mm -hmm. and, and it's really key. I mean, you can be pretty stealth mode and not have anybody know what's happening. You know, especially, I mean, especially if you're doing it, you know, in inconspicuous places. But a big thing is just sort of the clothing that you're wearing that allows you the most freedom without having to completely undress yourself. Mm -hmm. you know. It's true. I mean, you know, skirts come in super handy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for guys, keep the... Uh, yeah, loose-fitting loose loose shorts, mm -hmm. you know. You know, it, it's definitely one of those things where um, you want to make it as easy as possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, I mean, you don't complicate to. things. Um for those of you, you know, that have heard us talk about the emergency kit, I mean, that's something where when you're getting outside of your bedroom and you're thinking about all those places you want to go, have an emergency kit handy. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't heard us talk about the emergency kit before, it's very simple to assemble. It, do you want to? Tell them what it is? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get a Ziploc bag. Get a couple of paper towels because that'll allow you. That's for quick cleanup. Um lubrication if you may need that because sometimes when you are outside of your house you don't have a lot of time to really go into the whole foreplay thing so that helps with there if uh, you use condoms for contraception have a couple of those and if you want we love these wipes called action wipes which are just really nice they're more like a rosemary scented they're just they're just nicer than baby wipes just mm -hmm. well made and so those, those are also included. Put it all in your Ziploc bag, and you're on your way. There you go. And I think we have a video to that, too. If we can find it, I'll post it as well. I'll put a link to it. So, you know, another place to do it on top of a pool table. Yeah. If you got one. You know. If you got one or you buy one, you know, it's one of those things. Mm -hmm. In the rain. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those 
sort of like I know many of us go scurrying inside when it's wet outside, but hey, if you get summer rains, it's not like it's winter time, you know. In the snow may be really cold. I know Elisa and I wouldn't be able to do that, but hey, for some of you it might happen. If you got a motorcycle, how about on the motorcycle? Not while it's moving. <laughs> Elisa's looking at Apparently me. Apparently, like, I just made a face. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, you know, would love to hear from you guys on some of either the creative places that you have or the creative places that you would love to try. You know, if you can comment below the episode. Um, just so, you know, we get your input because, you know, whether you want to go to exotic locales and, you know, kind of like instead of the places where you've been, you've got a, you know, here's where we've, you know, made love, you know, world map. We've made love in, you know, 50 states and 25 countries or, you know, you're a world traveler. That's entirely possible. Or maybe, maybe you're, you know, more the hiking backpacking type and you've got, you know, kind of your U.S. map of all the national parks and you're trying to see how many national parks you can score in. You know, there's all kinds of fun stuff. You always see on the back of those RVs, um, the map of the United States, all the places we've been. You know what I'm talking about? They I have, do know. Yeah, where they fill in. And so, you know, it kind of begs the question. <laughs> if they've been to all those places, have they actually had sex in all those different states? That is a cool idea. And, and then you've kind of got this, you know, United States map of love. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just kind of having fun with it. Yeah, I like that. In your office, on a hammock, that would be tough. Got that whole balance thing going on. Balancing. I think wife on top would work better, but that's still a lot of balance. That's a lot of balance. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it's worth a shot. Mm-hmm. It's worth a shot. You know, like you said, in your backyard, um, you know, sky's the limit. We didn't mention the kitchen. Um, yeah. You know, some people, the kitchen table, dining room table, you know, there's that. Um, in a Starbucks bathroom. Is that because you spent so much time in Starbucks? It would it would be one of those places where it's always busy if you're trying to, you know, if you're going for a place that's like really busy. You know, it's like when I go to Starbucks bathroom, the guy's restroom is taken. I'll just go in the women's. Oh. Are you kidding me? No. Because, dude, sometimes people are like waiting. Sometimes. Wait, the men's bathroom is is filled up and you have to go in the women's bathroom? Yeah. No, dude, don't do that. Yeah. No. Dude, they they have told me, I seriously have like waited and, and the employees are just like, just use the other bathroom. They're the same thing. Really? Really. You're turning a little pink right now. <laughs> I'm not turning pink. I'm telling you the truth. That's what I, I'll do if I have to. Oh, wow. I'm not going to sit there and wait forever. No, I, I don't think you'll have to wait forever. Oh, you'd be surprised at some of these Starbucks. People are like in there forever, it feels like. And when you got to go to the bathroom, you got to go to the bathroom. Anyways, that might be a place you might want to try out. Nice segue back into the topic. <laughs> hey. We'll talk about the a, bathroom later. At a restaurant, date night? Again? In the bathroom? Yeah. See, I don't personally, I don't want to spend that much time in public bathrooms. No, thank you. It has to be clean. Yeah, and most public bathrooms are not. Okay. That that would be a hang up for me. I, I hear you. Okay. Uh, 
I'm giving ideas. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> if we found out we won't be having sex at a Starbucks bathroom. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Got any others? Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good right now. Okay. All right. I feel like we've... We've at least given all of you something to think about, you know, as you're, as you're starting your summer vacations and, um, you know, the kids are home, so you probably have to get a little more creative, you know, try something new this summer. Let this be the summer that you say, you know what, we're going to, we listened to this episode 120 and we're going to, we're going to step outside of our comfort zone. Try something new and let us know. I think the cool thing is that, you know, we've had a long weekend here and, um, we just wanted to throw something out. We've been thinking about this for a while and we are going to write it. And then it's just been crazy busy and neither of us have had really a lot of time to write right now. So we just wanted to bring this up. Comment below. I mean, you don't even have to, you don't have to go into depth. You can just, Hey, put a couple of places that you have had sex outside of your bedroom. That was really thrill seeking to you or fun. And again, it's just sharing information so others can see that and go, oh, wow, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about that. Or, you know, yes, you know, whatever it may be, um, just shoot it off to us because we love, we'd love to hear it. Um, gosh, in that regards, it's, it's done tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're done. We hope you guys have had a fantastic Memorial Weekend and had a great holiday. We're able to spend it with your family and friends. And we will catch you next week, you guys. We love you. 